Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Life and Sport Podcast, and we're joined once again by another young gun superstar. You could say he's the future of rugby league, one of the future futures of rugby league. He's currently in the Roosters system in their New South Wales Cup, but he's also had stints at the Panthers and the Dragons New South Wales Cup sides. His name is Ethan Clark Wood. Thank you for joining me, and how's your day going? No, it's going all right. Thanks for having me on. No, it's been good. Bit sore after the game last night, but no, I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, I mean, obviously, let's get started and talk about that game in particular, because obviously, we will get to, we will get to talking about your journey. But right now, while it's fresh in our minds, the game last night against South Sydney Rabbitohs, it, for anyone who's listening, was round two of the preseason challenge. Both sides have their main squads over in the uh, US for the Vegas game coming up, which means... Players such as Ethan got the chance to, you know, get some uh, some some footy game time before the New South Wales Cup season starts. Go ahead and talk to us about the entire day and and match and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, it was, it was different, eh? Because well, I'll talk about the day before. I was just looking mm-hmm. on KO and looking at like the games coming up and had Roosters yeah. Rabbitohs. I was like, I'm going to be in that game. So it's just like yeah. a different <laughs> different feeling, you know. Because yeah. usually you're playing cup, not much exposure around the game, like down your yeah. games. Like maybe NSWRL TV sort of thing, but not yeah. KO. No, not KO, like proper Fox League, KO, NRL, you know what I mean? And yeah. then the day of the game, I woke up, and I was like, I didn't really feel any different because you think, oh, yeah, game day, you're just getting ready, prepared. But then as I got closer, you see all the cameras around at the field when you're rocking up, you just start to get that feel. And like when you're warming up. Did you get nervous? Ah. A little bit like when I started seeing the cameras and stuff because, like, you, you're you going to be on TV for the, like, yeah. like, see, you know what I mean? You're not really used to it. But once it got going and the game got moving along, you, like, it's mad because, like, all this exposure around it and, like, you see the proper refs from the NRL games and stuff out there too. So it's, it's a good feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was it a lot faster pace than, say, New South Wales Cup? Um, Yeah, I'll say, yeah, it would because I feel like the refs let it flow a bit more, you know what yeah. I mean? Because it makes it more exciting, obviously, too, for yeah. the people to watch. But yeah, but yeah, it definitely is. That's that's awesome. Also, part of the the game in particular, obviously, there was a game afterwards. Um, it, for anyone that's listening, it was at Belmore, so obviously, home ground of the Bulldogs, well, home relatively of the Bulldogs. Um, did you end up staying and watching that game, or did you end up hitting the showers, going home, sort of thing? No, I hit the showers. We had to get on the bus to get back to get our cars and that, so it was pretty like in and out. That's a bit. That's a little bit of a jip. I would have been like, nah, let him stay and sit in the stands and watch the game. But you know, it is what it is. Unfortunately, um, obviously, game day recovery today. Um, how's your body handling the recovery today? Um, no, nah, it's going well. You know, ice bus and that painful, but you you you're thankful after it. But yeah, yeah. got a few bumps and bruises, a few corks, but no, nah, we're going all right. That's fair. And obviously, um, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up one of your highlight, individual highlights from the game last night. You made a line break and you passed it off and obviously the player ended up scoring with a, you got a try assist. What was that moment like? Like, can you obviously remember the immediate, like, fuck, yeah, I'm getting this run, you passed that sort of score the try. Do you, like, talk us through that. Yeah, well, it was like just a short side play and yep. there wasn't much going on. I was thinking, oh, I don't know if we should go here, but then, Joey, a half, he's like, yeah, hot, we're on here, we're on here. So I was like, all right, let's back him up here. Hit me through a hole, get through. I was like, oh, I'm in the clear here. So I had a bit of a <laughs> the fullback there, cross pass off the cow. And, oh, yeah, it was nice. Just you didn't good. decide to – what was the decision? Obviously, it's selfless decision to pass it to get a better, you know, positioning of scoring the try. Why didn't yeah. you decide to back yourself sort of thing or and go for the try yourself? Well, when I watched it back, obviously, I thought, oh, yeah, I probably could have went there. But like, my first decision was like, I heard Cow streaming up. He's like, eight, eight, eight. And like, when you're hearing your name, you think, oh, yeah, we're on here. So yeah. I just thought, yeah, keep it off here. And at the end of the day, 
it's going to help the team get the win. You know what I mean? Well, absolutely. It's a, it's a much it's a much easier decision to pass it for a guaranteed try rather yeah. than trying to go in the corner and potentially getting tackled into touch sort of thing. Yeah, that's right. So you better off to take the opportunity to get that try. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Absolutely. Well, rip a game individually for you, and rip a game obviously for the Roosters because you got. I'm pretty sure it was all 15 like uh, points for the. Um, uh, preseason challenge. I'm pretty sure you scored. Obviously, the team scored the five tries needed. You hit yeah, the offloads. I'm pretty sure. So at least fourteen. I know at least fourteen instead of the uh, the twelve, which is incredible. Yeah. Now let's get started and talking about your journey of rugby league. And every question, um, every episode starts with, "What is your earliest memory?" So, what's your earliest memory of rugby league? Well, it's not really my earliest, but it's probably my best like memory from years ago. Is my yep. 2012 grand final for Camptown Collegians. It was my first proper like finals footy, bit of grand final div two. Um, playing in the centres and um, we're down six nil at half time. And then the old coach speech half time get up, yeah, what he's doing. And then we come out, <laughs> scored two tries in the second half. We got the W in the end, twenty to six. So, probably nice. my best, best like you kept them scoreless for the second half. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. Yeah, yeah. But that was probably my best earliest memory of playing rugby league. Gives That's me goosebumps. Awesome. <laughs> nah, honestly, I'm getting goosebumps too because my earliest and also best memory would be very similar under 11s i was the year i started playing rugby league and we won the grand final that year too yeah, it yeah, was yeah. so absolutely agreed there's nothing better than winning a grand final no matter whether you're a 10 year old kid or whether you're a first grade nrl player you know that's that's why you play the game obviously mates and stuff of course but you also play to win you don't play to come second no, um, <laughs> which that's a great early rugby league memory and what team did you support growing up i'm a dragons fan because my grandfather, okay. like whole family, going going for the dragons, so yeah, just loved them through yeah, and through. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, you got a chance to be in their system at some point, but we'll we'll get up to that in a little bit. But obviously, your junior footy days, you just said you were playing for was it Campbelltown Collegians? Yeah, Campbelltown um, Collegians. Yeah. Was were they your first junior club, or did you yeah. have a club before them? No, no, Collegians my first, and then I went after the under twelve season actually, or maybe the year after. I went to the Norell and Jets in Group Six. Norell and Jets, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how was that? Yeah, no, it was good. I eh? just like it's a bit different because when I was playing in for collegians, it's like it's a bit like a lot more bigger boys, you know what I mean? Because it's not really yeah. country footy, it's city footy. Then you go out to country footy, you're like a bit more slick, you know what I mean? Quicker boys. So you get a bit of taste of both both sides. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So obviously you got literally the best of both worlds, city footy, country footy. Um, and when comparing them looking back to like like where you are now in your career so far and your journey, which one do you reckon um shaped the player you are today? Um, I'd say both, to be honest, because you get used okay. to tackling the bigger boys you're going to need, but then you get used yep. to be able to cover the quick, fast-feeded um, blokes as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like that's... I've got a lot more confidence from playing in Group 6 country footy. Because that's when I started coming to my own, playing a bit of rep, playing country rep and stuff like that. So you start to get that confidence for yourself and build it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah of course. And, and with the country reps, obviously um... – not every player, when they made their progression through the ranks, you know, SG Ball, Harold Mass, Jersey Flag, NRL, all that, actually have a play reps. But you obviously got the chance. What was it like when you got your call up to, you know, play in your first representative sort of level? Um, It was good, eh? Because I never really, like I've trialed for West Mag, uh, Tigers and like as junior footy, never really got in. Then went yeah. out to Group 6 and made the Group 6 team. And I, like it's a weird feeling because it's like, oh, yeah, like I'm starting to get somewhere here. And then you go to the competition, you're like, oh, my God, this is actually a good feeling. You see all the scouts from, like, proper teams there and that, you know what I mean? So then, yeah, no, it's just, a like I said before, gives you that confidence to be able to build up and build your own game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's – honestly, that's awesome. That is obviously – 
pivotal because there would have been scouts there, which obviously leads to my first question, my next question, sorry. Obviously, your first New South Wales Cup sort of side was yeah. the Panthers. Was that the club that, you know, scouted you for like Harold Matson and SG Ball or was there a different club that you were at before you ended up at the Panthers? No, well, Panthers were my first ever like Harold Matson and that, but I was between them and um, Wes as well because I was playing in Campbelltown, obviously. But then I went out to Penrith like for development and all that stuff and then got to play Harold Matz, which was mad like it was so fun like that like experience. it's another level sort of thing isn't it oh yeah especially at the Penrith well especially later on in my career playing for Penrith like when they got the new facility and stuff like that but just the professionalism of Penrith was so good you know what I mean and it really yeah. um gets you down on your one percent stuff like make sure you're ticking off all the boxes everything down to recovery sleep and food and all that stuff but yeah it was real good your feet deserve a break guys and what better way to treat them right than with a new pair of thongs and guys, Toei Thongs has you covered. No word of an actual lie. These thongs are the comfiest pairs I've ever, ever owned. Straight out of the package, soft as heck. You know, they come in single plugger and double, double plugger. I'm currently rocking the single pluggers. Um, yeah, guys, for just $30 per solo pair. And the more you buy, the cheaper they get. And who doesn't love cheap thongs, you know? They also offer a monthly subscription to receive a pair every month for six months. So if you're a thong fiend or just need a new pair, be sure to head to toeythongs.com. Use our code LIFEANDSPORT15 for 15% off at checkout. That's, that's awesome. And obviously during the New South Wales Cup side when you were there, there was definitely some talent coming through because you were there in 2021 in the New South Wales Cup side. And yeah. obviously 2021, the first of the three-peat for the Panthers in the NRL, which... Uh, anyone who knows anything about the Panthers, their junior teams also were winning everything more or less as well. SG Ball, Harold Matz, New South Wales Carp, all that sort of stuff. What was it like being part of that and also playing alongside future, uh, well, what would be future grand final winners at the Panthers? Yeah, well, it was pretty good, eh? Well, my main one with playing all the main, like big stars was um SG Ball. Like we had a okay. stack in 2018. Like we had Matt Burton, Charlie Staines, Stephen Crichton, uh, Spencer, and myself, yep. Sini even, like, we had a pretty stacked team that year. Like, we went out to win the comp and then won the national championship too. Wow. But then, yeah, which was pretty amazing. That was a good year for me. Like, it was so fun. Loved it. Playing that's, footy. That's incredible. And obviously now those guys have gone on to bigger and better things. And you're definitely well on your way to that as well, especially in, in a system such as the Roosters. But before you got to the Roosters, you went to the Dragons, the club that you grew up following, obviously. Well, um, first of all, how did the... Um, opportunity come about from the Panthers to go to the Dragons? Well, it's just, it was just for a cup, cup deal and that, but it was more to get myself into more of a spotlight with other teams as well because Penrith yeah. is pretty stacked, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. a good squad. It's hard to get into. And, like, I was, it's going to be hard to make it there with all the talent that's there. So yeah. I try to go elsewhere, expand my horizons a bit, you know what I mean? And plus going to Dragons, childhood club, and my pops yeah. loved, loved the Dragons. So it's just good for him to see me playing for the Dragons too, you know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. We really enjoyed it there, though. It was a good time. That's awesome. And obviously, from the Dragons, you've uh, moved up ship a little bit and moved to the Roosters. Again, how did that opportunity arise? Was it a similar situation or was it, you know, the the Roosters New South Wales Cup side was like, hey, you know what? We want you in our squad. Yeah, well, it was a bit of both, to be honest. Like, they wanted me there, but it was also another thing to get an opportunity as well. And plus, because of the first year in Cup for however many years, you know what I mean? So it was probably good yeah. to be able to get more play time as well. And plus get a bit more confidence too, because I was one of, even though I was younger, I was one of the most like tension cut players in the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I hadn't played that many games, but just compared to the other boys, I haven't played that many either. So yeah, no, yeah. It, was, it was that it was a tough first year at Roosters though because we've got the wooden spoon, obviously, but it, it builds character too. You know what I mean? Because you got to use absolutely wins and losses of playing footy. It's going to happen, but yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and also last year, um, a, a familiar face from the Roosters and also even the Bulldogs' former NRL player Dylan Napa came into the squad, and what obviously his plethora of rugby league NRL first grade experience would have definitely helped. Um, and if I, if you don't mind me asking, how has he been with you while you've been there in the um, New South Wales cup side? Yeah, no, he's, um, he's been good. Eh? He's a good leader. He's a funny bloke. And um, no, he, it's good. Like he gives you, um, like he tells you about like his experiences playing rugby league as well. And like how it can help you in your journey as well. Like even yeah. when we were losing game, he said, just like hang in there, stick in there. You got to keep going. It's not always going to be like this. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, keep pushing you on, yeah. But no, he's, he's a real good bloke. I love him, Napsky. He's good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really awesome. As a Queenslander myself, it's great to see and like he's even though he's not signed to the NRL side, it's still great to see he's getting a run at a very high level of rugby yeah. league and not stuck over in the UK. Because I don't know why, but me personally, if I'm obviously I'm not I'm not a player at, at any of those levels, but I definitely see the NRL as um, you could say a higher skill quality than Super League. I would put the Super League at the equivalent of New South Wales Cup sort of thing. Just yeah. not at the NRL yet. Obviously, I may have to eat my words come Sunday if um, we're going to end up beating the Panthers. But well, you know, beat them last year, so you never yeah, know. Yeah, did. You never know. Uh, <laughs> You know, I have to eat my words. Anyone who's listening to this episode um, before the uh, Rugby League World Club Challenge, be sure to throw all kinds of shade at me in the comments once the final has been done if Wigan do beat the Panthers over in England. Um, Obviously, the time of the Roosters so far last year and also this upcoming season... um, as you said, they you guys copped the spoon last year, but as you, it's definitely a, a learning experience. How yeah. are you taking those lessons learned from last year and carrying it on into this year? Um, well, what's more, the lessons that you learn from that is just the perseverance. You know what I mean? Be yeah. able to stick in the, the hard times, because even if you have a winning season, you're going to have hard times, losing a few games here and there. Good about injuries, etc. As well. So you've got to be able to push through that stuff, and I think it just builds that mental, like be able to get through it mentally. Because there are times when you're losing that bad, you think, why am I doing this? Like, why am I pushing through this, put my body through this stuff? But that's probably my biggest thing that I had to learn because I've never really been through that adversity before. Coming from Penrith where you're winning more or, more or less everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, don't, you don't get that, that that feeling of that loss and being at the bottom because you're always at the top end of the table. But, yeah, for me, it was a real big learning curve with my mental, like mentally playing football and be able to push through the hard times. and be, Yeah, so that's my biggest thing. That's awesome. Honestly, that's that's really a, a good insight because, as you said, it's you're used to being at the highest of the highs, not even having any lows because constantly winning to, you could say, for lack of a better term, the total opposite, constantly losing and having to deal with both, and which yeah. is really testament to your character as well. And my next question about that sort of stuff is every coach is different. Which one has had the biggest impact on you as a player and person so far, whether that's the under-12s coach, all the way through to New South Wales Cup Roosters coach. Um, I feel like I had two, and that was probably when I was at my Norellan days. Mm-hmm. Was um Mick Kepi, who's dad of Sean Kepi yep. at um South now. He's one to help me, like brought me over to um Norellan. It was real yep. good. And then my sixteen coach there as well, Jake Tenedo, was real good. Like they were just good for giving my confidence, especially when I was in under sixteen. My first sort of year playing fullback. 
And I was dropping a few balls out the back, a bit like not very confident, a bit nervous. And he was just persevered with me, kept saying, now it's all good, keep pushing through. And that's sort of what helped me get to Penrith as well. But then also um, this year now, BMOS head coach, crazy, so good. And Tate Barnes, assistant coach, he's, he was good for me last year as well. He was, he's always been there for me, good bloke. Yeah, so I've got a few coaches that helped me on my journey along the way. I don't know if it's... Good to say a few, but no. No, that, that, that's honestly the perfect answer because anyone that says just one coach, that they're, in my opinion, they're lying because it, all if you don't take something from a lot of different coaches like and implement that, then, you know, what kind of person sort of thing are you, which is incredible that you said multiple coaches. And BMOS, obviously being a Dragons legend, winning a grand final with him and whatnot, and you being a Dragons fan as a kid, are you a bit yeah. starstruck now with, with BMOS as the coach? Um, well, yeah, when I first heard he was going to be the coach, I was, a bit, I was like, oh, this is pretty good because growing up watching him, obviously, it was, yeah. it was good to see. And then he walked in, you're like, oh, my God, that's Brett Morris, you know what I mean? But yeah. but now, like, being in preseason with him, you get, like, the connection. And, no, nah, it's good. You, you sort of lose that start, bit of starstruck stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely attest to that, not necessarily as a player, but having done a lot of interviews, and I've interviewed some, you know, you could say big names of the game, such as Darius Boyd, et cetera. And being a Broncos fan myself, growing yeah. up watching Darius, it, it definitely, you know, makes you realize that they're just people. They're just blokes like you and I with a job that even though it's different, it's a nine to five to them as it is any other type of job for everyone else, which is, which is great. And my next question is obviously no pun intended centered around your position in the, in uh, rugby league and you do play the center, but you just mentioned that you played fullback a bit at under 16s. Yeah. At what point did you make the switch to center or was it originally center then fullback and then back to center sort of thing? Well, when I was, like, young playing for college and that, I always played centre. But when I moved yep. out to Maryland, I got shifted to fullback, like, with Mick Kepi and Jake Donato that helped me out there. But um, I was never really um good at catching the footy. If you, <laughs> I was more just catch the ball run, wasn't it? But yep. then um, when I was young, um, Jamie Soward, actually, I was at a yep. um, St. George camp, like, you know, the clinics they hold with the first yeah, grade yeah. in Virginia. I was at one of them. And then um, after it, <laughs> my mum went over to Chico's across the road and talked to Sowie and he said, oh, could you be able to train my son? So that was pretty good. And he taught, he was real good for me, teaching me how to catch just the basics, catch pass, catching bombs and stuff. Yep. He used to get, get um a dozen eggs and you say, yep. if your eggs are boiled, and so you just got to pick some, always have soft hands, but none of them were boiled. They're all, <laughs> they're all <laughs> normal eggs and I'd be soaked in yolk after the, after the yep. training. Session. But yeah, now he was another big one that's helped me out as well. Not a coach. He was just a role model for me. It's really helped me out. A, a mentor, you could say. Yeah, a mentor. Yeah, especially my junior years because I was just that kid that would get the ball and run around everyone. You know what I mean? Didn't really yeah. have a lot of skills, and I will say that for myself. I never had skills. I will just get the ball, run, run. I was fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he, especially early on, he helped me out so much, be able to learn to catch pass, catch bombs and stuff, get my elbows under the ball, stuff like that. But yeah, no, it, it was good. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and obviously, um. It was just Adnorell and Jets that you were playing fullback and then you just shifted back to centre once you got the, the call up to, you know, the Panthers and the Dragons, et cetera? Yeah. Well, I was I played fullback at Harold Mattson's stuff at Penrith as well. I was, okay. I was a fullback going through junior footy and um, junior rep and that stuff. And then I shifted to the wing for SJ Ball and yeah. a bit of back row. Sorry, no, I lie. The start of SJ Ball season has come off the bench as a back rower. Oh, wow. A little back row, 70 kilos. I was going to say, definitely not built to be a back rower. <laughs> Yeah, 70 kilos ring and wet playing back row. It was going all right, but but then I shifted out to the wing for the rest of the season. Yep. And then when I went to Dragons after my cup season at Penrith, I was on the wing at Penrith there too. 
And then I went to drags and moved to the centres, which was good. Get my hands on the footy a bit more than going to roosters, obviously, in the centres and that as well. So Yeah. No, that's awesome. And obviously, you've definitely made a, a name for yourself playing centre, which is incredible. You've scored a bunch of tries last year, even in a wooden spoon season, which is incredible. Um, and in some of those, unfortunately, they were big, big losses, but you still managed to, you know, have a good individual game. And yeah. my next question, obviously, is... Sorry about that. Um, brain fighting hard. Um, I'm just trying to, I'm going through the list one second, the coach question, you know, that actually has the next question doesn't actually have anything to do with, um, what I was just talking about. So scratch that real quick. And it's time for quick fire questions, which is, uh, five, four to five quick fire questions to sort of get to know you more than just about your journey. First of all, obviously Apple or Android. Apple. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? Um, I'll say Forrest Gump, hey. Yeah, good film. Yeah, I don't know. I just growing up always it felt it was comfortable, you know what I mean? I felt comfortable. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was good. I love Forrest Gump. Such a good movie. Um, yeah. how do you like your steak? Um, rare. Rare, okay. You're you're the second guest in as mat in a matter of a week that said rare. And yeah. every other guest usually says medium rare or medium. One said well done, but we don't talk about that. No, no. Um but yeah, very rare. I, I like mine rare to medium rare, but that's dope. Um obviously well, question well, more more re- medium rare actually. Rare is a bit more okay. but yeah. Yeah, yeah fair. Uh, what sort of seasoning do you like on it? As in do you like it to be like steak rubbed or do you just you know a bit of salt and pepper? No, a bit of salt and pepper beforehand. That's all I do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very very much the same. Yeah. Um. Obviously, last question for the quick fire one is thongs or Crocs. I used to be a thongs man, like a virus and that growing up. But recently, with all the um Croc trend, I've been jumping on the Crocs. They're pretty comfy, handy. (laughs) Do you wear them to the game and post game sort of thing? Nah, more to um. I'll wear them to train and then chuck my jogs and that on, but not to games. You got to have proper shoes. Got to look look the part. You know what I mean? Look presentable. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, I've got a, a few more questions for you. First one yeah. is, who controls the uh, music in the locker room on game days? Um, uh, Napsky had it on the weekend. But um, yeah. at, at training a bit, BMOs jumps on the speaker a little bit as well. Okay, as do they have good music taste? Yeah, that no, was good. All the old school bangers and that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, and who's the pest of the club? You know, someone who you always know is going to do a prank or stitch up or something like that. In our team, Kobe Thomas. Oh my okay. god, he's a pest. He's in, we're both at each other, but oh my yep. god, he's in the, I love him, buddy. He cracks me up. He's always going to be on your toes. I tell you that. Oh, that's awesome. And I've got one final question for you. What are your life goals for 2024 and your footy goals for 2024? Um, life goals. I'm trying to get like a clothing line going. Yeah. Okay. I mean, only an early prep at the moment. It'll probably be, come on next year. But, yeah, that's one of them yeah. I'm going to work towards. And footy is just to have a consistent year. Because I feel like yeah. in the past, I've had a lot of good games and a few bad games in a row. So, consistent gotcha. just go, you know what I mean? Consist- Hopefully, it's not consistently bad. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Consistently at a high level of football. 